We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, beautiful human. Thanks for allowing us into your ears today. We are about to talk with Jack Rudder, better known as Rit Momney, a man from Utah who has a viral hit. It is a cover of Crin Bailey Rays. Put your records on. We have a lot to discuss with Rit. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Please subscribe to this podcast and let me know what you've been listening to music-wise. Zach Sang on every form of social media. Here we go. Rit Momney. Wow. Look at you in the flesh. Yeah, well, this is me. What kind of artist is Rit Momney? Music artist. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. That's a really tough question. I've never really been asked that question, I don't think. I am genuinely fascinated by you because uh, you call out your own you you acknowledge your own stink, which I really genuinely appreciate. By the way, uh, Thank you. which ways are you talking about that he calls out his own? You shared a thought that I believe, and I had actually been preaching from the very beginning since hearing the song early on, which is that the original "Put Your Records On" is way better than your cover. <laughs> yes, and yes. Honest, and the truth is, and I'm going to be honest with you because I feel like you're an honest guy, and I really respect you. Um, I've, I like I was so turned off at first. Mainly for what Put Your Records On means to me, mm-hmm. but I know that you've given the song new meaning to generations that probably would have never interacted with the record ever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it is, uh, yes, the, the original is much better. I think even, I think that it is, fundamentally impossible for a cover to be better than the, to be considered better than an original. I think that it's like people forget about like songwriting too much. Like, like I think so often it's like about, it's about the person now. Like, uh, like I feel like people don't care about, Ariana Grande's like songwriting as much as they care about Ariana Grande. Yeah, know? and they go to the songs for her, and in turn yeah. also get bops, right? Like it, it, it is. You, you, you check two boxes with. Is that? Am I feeling you correctly? I mean, all I'm saying is like, uh, like the songwriting of "Put Your Records On" is the reason why my cover is popular. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the uh, the arrangement. Like, yeah, it's I I did the exact same thing that she did, just with like a little bit different production. Like it's I, I don't know. I just don't I don't think I think if covers could be better than originals, I don't think mine would be better than the original. But I don't think that covers can be better than the or than the originals of songs. By the way, I don't fully disagree with you i think there are some songs historically that like have been covered so many times over and over again that like yeah like there's been where you can look and i guess statistically you would say 
it is more popular, reached more ears, did more whatever mm-hmm. um, uh, than the ones that came before it. Did you have expectations at all when you cut the cover? Like, why did you cut it? How did you hear the song for the first time? Yeah, so it was like it was it was one of those songs that like uh, is like always going to be connected to my childhood. Like, like my mom would just like play it in the minivan all the time. Like it was, and we would be like singing the chorus and stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be to me, like the, the sunshiny song that like makes me like nostalgic, like, Oh man, like I wish I could go back to these times and stuff. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I, I recorded it like right when it was like the end of March, like when everything started happening. Um, but, um, yeah, it was like, it was like, uh, I, I kind of need this right now. Like I need to remember like that feeling. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have any expectations of course. Like I really like, like not a lot of covers, like get, like a, a bunch of traction and stuff. So I was really assuming that people were going to be like, they were going to be like, Oh, cool song, but it's a cover. Like we aren't going to give him like credit for this. Like we aren't going to like, for it. Probably a major record deal attached to it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely was not expecting any of what happened. I, I, I was really considering it like, okay, I'm like, I'm sick of working on all this like sad music for like my albums like I, I want I want the uh I want to break I want to be able to just like focus on producing a song for fun um is yeah. there strategy behind the production with the cover because you, you you bring up that like when you hear the lyrics and you you hear the original it, it brings you back to happier times but the tone you set with the production I mean, it is different. It is a different sounding song, dude. So I think you give yourself maybe a little, you should give yourself more credit because you did change it. You know, it is completely rearranged and it evokes a different meaning, the production with the lyrics, you know? I I kind of have, have erred on the side of darker in my like musical career. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, I, you could see it as like a cool like juxtaposition between like kind of a darker I, I don't know about darker, but like uh, a more I don't know, mysterious. Is that yeah. the dumbest way to describe it? No, but, but by the way, it's actually uh, on the nose because like at first you really don't know what you're listening to. I thought I was listening to something that was the volume was too low, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it's uh yeah, I tried not to I I like I said, it was kind of just like a fun, I, I was seeing it as like a fun break from, from working on like my own, on my own music. Um, so I, I kind of just tried to like do the production, like kind of instinctively if I could. Yeah. I guess I did kind of like put some of my own voice through the production onto it. Do you have a conversation with Corinne at all? Uh, like a month ago, we had a Zoom call, and it was like she is like so awesome, like so nice, so like sunshiny, like, like exactly the what you would expect. Like it, 
It was, I was like really amazed. I was like, you're totally faking it right now. You aren't actually like this, but you can tell that she is actually like that. Um, and she was so nice about the song. Like, um, yeah, we, we kind of like connected. I guess she kind of had like a, like an indie, um, music thing going before she put out that song. Yeah. And like, that's kind of the exact same thing I did, like with the exact same song too. So it was like, a cool kind of connection there. Do you pull anything from what you now know about her journey that you then apply to yours? Because you're in a very, you, you were in a very unique position that you were signing to a major label and you have incredible team behind you, but they only came to you because of a cover. Do you have to educate them on your originals and everything else you have going on before you make a full decision? That has been a major source of anxiety for sure. Like, uh, like the, Oh no, everybody's going to hate my originals. And then it's going to be like, um, like I'm a one hit wonder and it's like, not even like my song even like, uh, so I signed with Columbia and disruptor and they have been really cool about kind of letting me, letting me do what I want. Um, uh, with with the the coming music, and and I'm, I'm I am kind of trying to focus on. It's not going to be a huge step to the left from the cover, um, but I want it to be like. Um, I want to put like my own voice into it a little more, and like, uh, obviously, hopefully, people like the original stuff too. It, it'll be it'll be like a little more sad, a little more like. Uh, not not pop but it'll be like pretty accessible i gotta hit pause real quick to talk about our pets oh my dog lou is some days the only reason that i smile and definitely the only reason i made it through this pandemic and PetSmart has allowed me to take care of lou no matter what they keep their stores perfectly clean following all cdc guidelines also it is super efficient to just get delivery from PetSmart. You go to PetSmart.com, you order, and the delivery is powered by DoorDash. It's at my front door within minutes, and right now they're offering free delivery until January 31st. And if you don't want to do delivery, and if you don't want to go into the store, don't worry, you can do curbside, pick up and drop off. It's really that easy. You place your order online, and yeah, you, you show up, they put it in your car, you drive away. PetSmart.com, I'm telling you, it's the best. My dog Lou loves them, I love them, they just make it so easy. PetSmart.com. Right now, they're offering free delivery from DoorDash through January 31st. PetSmart.com. Go there. Is Rip Momney you, or is that an alter ego? Is that a character that you create through? Well, it started out as like a band. It was like a the band name at first. And, and, and we did like a, in like high school, we were like, juniors going into senior year and we recorded a few songs and then and then actually so like i'm i'm in salt lake right now and i grew up in salt lake so all of my bandmates were mormon um and then they and i was too at the time and then they all went on missions um and i kind of like fell out of that whole thing and then while they were like on their missions i was like i was like there's like this Cause I was like writing the songs and everything. So I kind of felt like, uh, I felt like I could like kind of take it, um, run, take it and run. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, so since, since those first like four songs, um, I've just been doing it myself. I don't really think much about what Rimomni is. I guess it's kind of just like the project name. It's still pretty weird when like people call me Ritmomni. I just feel like such an idiot. Um, but, uh, you don't think you're doing your state proud because obviously Mitt Romney and uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know it, that connection like is hard. He's he's doing better than than other people right now, but like I mean I don't like I think the something that I do kind of get irked about when people say it online. It's like people assuming that I support him because like it's like Ritmomni like. Like, you think I'm going to be like, oh, man, I love this guy. I'm going to, like, switch the first two letters around and make that my name. Like, uh, I I think it's more of a, it's more of a, oh, what's the word? Um, starts with an S. Someone on Twitter said it, and I was like, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, so... Uh, sub something. Um, I don't know, but it's like a more of a making fun of than a, than yeah. a supporting. I guess. Totally, it's it's more of a parody than it is you, you yeah. pledging your allegiance to Mitt Romney, yeah. the senator and presidential candidate, and uh, big old rich guy. Who you are right, like he's doing better than most right now, but not the best blemish to have on your blouse. I mean, yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, I, I, I am, I'm skeptical of, like, I consider myself, like, pretty far on the left, and it's, like, sometimes you, you'll see a lot of people on the left, like, I do think it's cool that he's standing up against his party because of what he believes in, but, like, I don't think he deserves, like, all the credit in the world for that, like, uh, well said. Like, I mean, standing I... against Donald Trump, like, whoa, this guy's like, Jesus, um, <laughs> But putting his country before party. Oh my God. Yeah, Let's erect a statue. <laughs> I know. It, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, well, I try to, I try to separate myself from him as much as I can. But I'm, I, I do think the, the name is eye catching. So I do think you could use that to your advantage. People say, Rip Romney. Like, like that's just not a normal name you hear every day. You associate it with Mitt Romney. So do you think that's kind of helped you in a way? Yeah. I think so. Like, it's, uh, I, I really like when I see somebody saying like, wow, I saw this name and it was the stupidest thing ever, but then I listened to it and it was actually okay. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like an extra hurdle, like to jump over, just like add a little bit more challenge. Um, but no, like on the other side of that, like it, it totally, people are like, Rip Mommy, like this probably sounds super bad. I want to listen to this so I can show my friends like how stupid this artist is. Uh, <laughs> and like a stream to stream, dude. It's like 0.4 cents in my pocket. Um, but yeah. Uh, Does the success of this song change the way you make music? Like, like, is it, is it nerve wracking to reenter the studio after that blows up? Like, it, it was for a long time. It was really hard to make music for a while. Like, um, after all this, like, started happening, it was like, I was like, oh, the stuff I'm working on, I need to, like, tweak it to be a little bit more like that. Um, but it's been, it's been, I've just been trying to, to separate myself from that. 
like when I was in that headspace, it was just like so draining to like work on music. It was like, um, I was like focusing like, Oh, this will make the label happy. Like, uh, um, I I'm trying to, as much as I can just like get back to what I was doing before. And it's obviously like awesome that like this many more people are going to like, at least give it a chance. That's a, some people would be like, oh, now that I have all this fame and success, point me in the direction of the best producers and songwriters, you know. Yeah. Um, but the truth is going back to what got you there is really the best, probably the best move. Yeah, I think so. And I think it'll be the most, like, even if I can maintain some amount of success, I think it'll be a lot more fulfilling. Like, um, I'm, I'm super fortunate to be at the point where like, I know like I'm going to be okay financially. Like if my next stuff like does bomb, then like, I'll be like fine. Um, and it, it is really nice to not have that. Like that was, that was my main issue before this cover was like survival. Yeah. It was like, it was like, okay, this needs to be accessible enough that like people will like enough people will listen to it that I can like, like pay my bills and stuff. And that's just like a universal problem, obviously. But do you have a plan for a follow-up? Cause sometimes when people go viral with a song, they sometimes, you know, wait too long and the hype dies off mm-hmm. or they do it too quickly. So do you, have you thought about what's next or how you're going to handle that? So I'm, I'm my next album, like should, it's definitely going to come out this year and it should be like middle of the year or so. Um, and yeah, I, I have a single coming up like within the next month, um, which I'm really excited about, um, called Not Around. Um, you guys know Dayglow? He's like an indie pop kind of, the, the Can I Call You Tonight song. Yeah. Can I call you tonight? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I have heard <clears throat> this guy. Now I'm Googling him. Yeah, we, we've never had him on the show though. Is he on the record? Yeah, so this single uh was like co-written and co-produced with him. I was I was supposed to go on uh on tour with him. He invited me like to open on his tour and then we did two shows in Chicago and then the rest got canceled for COVID, so we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse, carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see, we could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. So you're releasing songs you made pre-Put Your Records On. Yeah. Wow. Like, this album is probably going to be like half. I kind of just had a bunch of starts. And I've been like starting songs since then. Um, but, um, wow. yeah, I mean, it's kind of been like put your records on like chronologically has kind of just been like a, a little blip, not career wise. It's a lot more than a blip. It's a career defining time. But, uh, do you think you'll ever cover another song again? Oh man, I hope not. Like, <laughs> I should have, I should have, you know what? I should have just done, should have just done like, I should have done put your records on and then like two more like mid 2000s like pop covers and then, then I'd be set forever. 
Um, I mean, did anybody pitch that idea to you? Because like there is, and by the way, like, and you're not the only person who has done this fairly recently. I think somebody on TikTok has recently covered a Nelly record and then the four seasons got a remake by Surf Mesa. So there is this concept, like the same way people are remaking TV shows of like taking old lyrical IP and reworking it. And Columbia has a ton. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, I don't think anybody explicitly came to me like, we really think you should do another cover. Thankfully, like, I think, I think I kind of like when I was like on the first phone calls with the record labels, when like all the TikTok stuff was happening and like, I kind of made it a point to be like, okay, like, uh, I want to, I want to be like, I want to be an artist. Like, I want to try to be an artist, um, not like a businessman. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to do another cover, at least for a very long time. Um, Have you given thought to like going into sessions with, you know, producers and writers? I mean, outside of who you were working with pre-Rip Momney. Or pre uh, put your records on, sorry. But like the truth is like people you could get like probably some pretty great sessions, you know? Yeah, I mean um uh like the label has put me in a few of like the pop like writing sessions, you know, like the pop writers. What do you think? I mean, I don't know. It felt kind of like exhausting to me. Um it was like, I think it's just a totally, like writing for pop radio is just like a totally different kind of, of writing, I think. It's like, a, um, I don't know. I really don't want to sound pretentious right now. And I feel like I totally am. But like, um, I think uh, just the way that I write is like, it's, it's pretty like personal. It's, um, it's more of like, I'm more of like taking like a, a, a therapeutic approach to it, like for myself. Yeah. Um, and, and if it feels too much like, oh, we should like say this because this is what people are going to like, like this line is going to be a banger. Um, <clears throat> it, it can, it can drain me a little bit. Yeah. You don't want to bang that. You want to, you want it to be a hundred percent you. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to do something for someone else. But do you think the two could ever cross again? I I think so, right? Where I you think there's a balance. I think there's definitely a balance. I don't think anybody is really doing all one or all the other. Like uh like um I think everybody is putting some part of themselves into their art for sure. Whether it's like pop radio or or some obscure like indie kid, but um but- but even in your – do you consider yourself an indie musician still? I don't know. It It's hard for me to evaluate myself, like, objectively. I think this – the next the next album will definitely be more in the indie realm, like, genre-wise, than, than put your records on. I don't know. I try not to think about it too much because then I'm like, oh, does this sound indie? No, I'm going to cut it. Um, I, I, I think I – I think I probably – land somewhere in between indie and pop somewhere in the indie pop range as long as it's true to you yeah i mean yeah that's the thing is is i 
sometimes I get too caught up in being in being the pretentious indie kid. Like, and I'm like, like I, I'm writing something that sounds poppy and like it's totally what I want to sing and what I want to say. Then I'm like, oh no, too poppy. Like, don't fight those urges because yeah. it's genuinely what you want to say. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's the that's the main hurdle I have to get over. I think, like, as an artist, is 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 just doing is is shutting out all the all the the peripheral thoughts about what I'm making and just like make it. And by the way, like that art, like we've talked to artists who literally have locked themselves in bathrooms and sat in bathtubs for weeks, you know, but they craft an entire album on their own in a bathtub. You know, like yeah. it, it's like a physical, it's a mental, it's like an everything thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really hard to like write a good song when, when you're like looking up your name on Twitter and like seeing people like roasting you. Like, uh, so yeah, I mean, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, uh, I'm trying to get past all that. Um, and just like do what I want to do. How would you describe her and all my friends? Cause there's like a lot of, a lot of weird, different type of production going on in there. I think it's Lou's Lullaby. The song just kind of ends. Like when I heard it the first couple of times, I thought my phone died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Mysterious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, like I kept going back to check. Like, did I miss the ending of it? But just, it just stops. Yeah. Like, uh, I, that's the kind of stuff that like I, I, I really like production and, and just like the, the little, like, uh, little tiny things like that. Sometimes they can, they can come out dumb, but, um, like, uh, no, but it yeah, it, it's kind of fun to just like throw a little, uh, little weird things in sometimes. You said something derogatory about, about it. I forget what you said exactly just seconds ago, but it, the thought is the truth is like it worked like he caught his ear and he listened to it over and over again and like you know yeah like is it dumb like in theory yes but in application like it 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 clearly evoked emotion and interest and yeah something is right yeah i guess like it's a that was one of those things where i was like it's like maybe i should just end the song right now and just like cut it off um and then i did and then I just left it and it was just like, I was just listening to, to my first thought, which I guess is what I'm trying to do. Well, yeah. I have some, some questions about the lyrics and pollution slash disclaimer. Mm-hmm. You say every happy song I've written ended up pretty bad, which is kind of interesting that the song you covered, which blew up is a very happy song. Like the people who have been like following me were like, Oh, put your records on. Like this is a really happy song for him to be singing. Um, and that was kind of like, I definitely was seeing it as kind of like a standalone, like, like major departure from, from what I tend to write. Cause what I tend to write, it's usually really like, it's usually pretty like sad, pretty, uh, well, you did say on the most creative when I'm an emotional wreck. Yeah. Yeah. The whole first album was like super dark times, like, uh like staying up all night like working on music like the whole tortured artist kind of thing um which kind of sucked um and i'm and i'm I'm doing better like about not living like that and living like a like a normal person like 
that's kind of been the challenge, like, uh, with the next album that I'm working on right now is like, like, have your stuff, even though I'm happy. Yeah. Like you're in a better place. So like, yeah. like there's a part of you want to, uh, literally <laughs> burn yourself and light your house on fire. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's like, uh, I, I find myself like making up problems in my head to like write about, like, because- uh, just too good uh-huh yeah it's like i'm 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 like happy right now i feel like i'm in like a good place mentally and in like a happy relationship and it's like yeah a lot of the stuff i'm writing about focuses on the sadder side of stuff but i am really focusing on like the first album it was kind of like oh this is a sad album and then the ending is like like the main message is like yeah, this guy's like pretty sad, but like I'm focusing on on like a, um, on kind of using that and like and like turning it into something better. Like, like okay, I can get I can get better from this. Like I, like uh, yeah, instead of just like the dread kind of themes that I've used. In yeah, you, you write about your present. And if your present is happy, then your music and your art is happy. That's not the worst thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can still make it Indian weird and, and pause in weird yeah. places. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, dude, I, I like logic myself out of like being happy like way too often. It's like somewhere along along the line, like I... I I've I decided being happy was like stupid and I've been working my way out of that. Um and I, I'm I'm out of that in a lot of ways, but like I still find myself like trying to be smarter than happiness, um which is super stupid. Um but yeah. I felt that. Were you surprised at how many people didn't know that put your records on was a cover yeah that was like something i didn't really well obviously i wasn't i was expecting my fans to listen to it and then be like okay cool like it's cover like let's move on um and like they would know that it's a cover because i was like posting about like that it's a cover i I didn't realize that like all these like 10 year olds on tiktok were going to be listening to it and um I am, I'm, there are, there have been a few people who are like, who are like in their twenties that are like, that are like, you should have said this was a, was, this was a cover. I didn't think it was a cover. Um, and I'm like, you really didn't know this, like, you didn't know this song? Like, I, I was, I was under the, uh, impression that everybody knew the song. Yeah. As soon as I realized that not everybody knew the song already, I made sure to try to, to say as much as I could that it was a cover. It's pretty crazy that this song has blown up in the way that it has. And the truth is, I mean, would you say it's more successful than the original? Somebody pointed out to me to make me feel better about that concept. Um, they were like, they were like, Spotify wasn't even around when this song came out. And it has like this many streams. Like it has like, I don't know, some, some amount of hundreds of millions of streams, I think. Yeah. Um, and um so like people that's all people that like were listening to the song like way after it came out so i think 
I wouldn't say it's more successful, and I it's definitely going to be much more short lived than the original. Yeah, it's a time uh, thing, right? Because it, you know, yeah. yes, you can have like more TikTok plays than the original. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, nobody was doing TikTok in in two thousand six. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's just one of those like random TikTok things that just like happens out of nowhere. Um, and I don't think those kinds of things tend to stick around for very long. So. Yeah, but it's about what you follow it with, and you yeah. have real art to uh, yeah. feed the people. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to focus on. Is like if I can if I can bring like the Put Your Records On fans to like become <laughs> become Rip Momney fans. Sorry, my dog's sneezing. Oh, it's a um, God bless you. Um, yeah, uh, that's kind of the goal. Do you have a date in your mind for when you want to release this this next record? I mean, it's already done. The next single? No, it's not actually. It should be. Uh, I'm still I'm still uh, chugging along on it. I'm I'm supposed to have it done in the next month, and I should be able to do that. But the one with Dayglow isn't done. No, the song. Yeah, no, the song is done. Yes. Okay. No, you're right. I thought you were talking about like the the oh, album. But the album, you're you're giving yourself the next month. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, hopefully that works. But yeah, no, I, I'm really excited about this song. Like to, to, uh, I'm excited to see how, how the put your records on fans feel about it. Um, Um, It's definitely not like weird. It's not going to be like, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be like a, the put your records on people are going to be like, Oh no, way too weird. Because it's definitely not very weird, but um, yeah, I think it'll be cool. You know, if it does, if it makes you feel any better, um, regardless, it could be a curse of the song because Corinne Bailey Ray, I love her, and I've only gone back recently to listen to her full body work, but she has never had a song like "Put Your Records On." You know? Wait, what? Are you, oh, another one? Yeah, she's never had a hit. Like, do you know what I mean? Any other song yeah. she put out after that, never. Yeah, it's not nearly as timeless as that record. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a. It's it's, there's so much like randomness in like the music industry. You know, it's like it's like a, oh, this song happens to be, like, it obviously it's an amazing song. It's like, like I've, it's like the, the, the spirits of like, of songwriting can like can affect one song like it's like it turns it into like a almost like a it's like beyond like mortality it's like a it's like godlike it's like like ethereal it's like a yeah yeah. it's bigger it's bigger than it's bigger than any one person truthfully like sometimes things just come together like just like like that like they did on that song like it's so good and her voice on it is just amazing yeah, but so, but so is yours. I, you you brought back a song I think that the world needed at the right time in a different way. And I think if she would have put out her version of it today, it wouldn't have done what yours is doing. I think it just – it was a different time. 2006 was a different era. Yeah, no, totally. People were in a different headspace. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean like uh, – yeah, I just uh, – I guess my version is just like more modernized, I guess. Like, like the, just the trends of music, like obviously just move along and 
in 2006, that was exactly what everybody wanted to hear, like literally everybody. So, But a good story stands the test of time. You know, sonic trends will change, but a good story is going to be the through line no matter what. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, I just want to know, out of all the songs you've made, where does Put Your Records On rank in that? Is it one of your favorites or is it just the lucky one that blew up? I I don't even, like, I I usually don't even think about it in terms of, like, my music. Like, I feel like it'd be weird to, I guess, like, production-wise, like, I'm still, like, getting better at production and, like, learning a lot about it and stuff. So production-wise, it's probably the best produced song I've made. So in that way, it's uh, it's one of my favorites. Um, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I really kind of see it, like, separately from, from the rest of my stuff because it's, like, it, it still feels weird, like, calling it, like, calling it part of my stuff. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about that. Like, songwriting-wise, like, if, if I had written that song, I, it, would, it would be the best song I've ever written. <laughs> what do you learn from the creation of that production-wise that you're taking with you into this new project that's coming? I mean, like, there's all the technical stuff, like, uh, like, I, like how to compress a kick drum and everything, and and I kind of got better at that through this this process. Um, I think uh, I think the production on a lot of my on a lot of the new album is going to sound pretty similar to that um, in a lot of ways. Um, and if that's like if if there's a fan who who likes the production of that song, then they're probably going to like like my new stuff too has and i know you have other interviews um by the way your real name is jack it's not yeah. rick <laughs> in case anybody was wondering there are some people who are like i've seen i've seen tweets that were like wow i totally thought that rip Romney was a play on mitt Romney. that's so crazy that that's his real name like, <laughs> come on man um yeah but uh uh jack rudder full name how do you measure success today how has this song changed the way you define success it's actually been good for me to before i started making music i saw i didn't see it as like objective at all it was like it's like oh i like this song it doesn't mean it's like a better song than another song but it's a song that i like more than this other song and then when i started making music it instantly became like oh, this song I just made is worse than this song. Or, like, this song I made is better than this song. Like, in dealing with all this, like, label stuff and industry stuff, it's hard to it's hard to keep myself out of the space where it's, like, a good song is a song that gets more listens than another song. And, I get that. and all that stuff. Because, like, there's just so many more factors in play than just the song once you... It's like... Like, oh, the label put like a hundred thousand more dollars of a marketing budget behind this song, and it has more listens, so it's a better song. I'm trying to get back into like the everything is subjective, stop overthinking everything kind of headspace. It will evolve. It's only it's it's about time and experience, and this journey has just begun. 
Jack. Mm-hmm. You are only 20 years old. I'm 21, actually, now. So My bad. Sorry. No, you're okay. I think you'll know you're successful when people stop asking you about the name Rit Momney and it just becomes normal. Yeah, that's the goal. That is... It would be so sick if I could get to that point. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to have to answer that question 10,000 times in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, it would be better if it was a cooler name, but <laughs> yeah. But you make up for it with that mustache. Yeah, that's how I need to start thinking about it. <laughs> you have so much more going for you than just a name. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for you. I thank you for hanging out with us today and giving us time and energy. I really appreciate it. Really, really thank appreciate you. it. Uh, there's a link in the description below if you want to listen to any of Rip Momney's music, the ones he has out now. Um, but a new album is on the way. So uh appreciate you very much. Thanks. It was really nice talking to you. Beautiful human, thank you so much for allowing us into your ears today. I appreciate you beyond. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be doing it again soon. Let us know who you would like us to talk to. Zach Sang on any form of social media. Okay, I'm sending you love. Have a great day.